Hi, my name is Alisa Jolie. I'm an artist from Toronto, Canada, and you're watching Folks Alert on Apple Podcast. Welcome to the Folklore Show. My name is Kiko. My guest today is Alicia Jolie from all the way up north, Toronto, Canada. Uh, is it Alicia? Alisa. Alisa. My apology. Alicia. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am doing good. I'm doing good. How is it in Toronto? Cold right now. Very cold. Should I call it the six as Drake usually say? Sure, you can. What, why do you guys call it the six? What is that about? Um, there's six boroughs in Toronto. I'm pretty sure that's the reason why. And then he just called it the six and it caught on, I guess. Oh, six boroughs. Yeah, that make up the city. And then that's, yeah. Okay. All right. I thought it was something a little bit more deeper. It's just boroughs. Yeah, I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you from Toronto originally? Um, I'm Romanian, but I was born in Canada, though. Oh, so you're like the first um, Canadian-Romanian yeah, yeah, generation? First gener oh, yeah, first generation. Oh, first generation. Gotcha. Do you speak Romanian? A little bit. A little bit? Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, I, I can't remember exactly how I stumble on you, right? Uh, I want to say TikTok. I want to say TikTok, and then I found your Instagram, and then I made the, the request for the interview. Now, tell me, how long have you been um, singing or doing music? Since I was 12, I started with piano lessons before I even started singing. Okay. And then I kind of stumbled into playing piano while I sing and accompanying myself. And that kind of led me to where I am today. Okay. Now... How old are you now? I'm 18. Okay. Now, as I was telling you in the pre-interview, for 18, your voice sounds pretty strong. Thank you. Right? So I'm I wouldn't, I wasn't, I wouldn't have thought that you were 18. I kind of thought really? that maybe you were kind of like 24, maybe really? 25. Yeah, because you carry yourself pretty mature. So I didn't think you oh, were um, you. 18. Now, musically, I know you played the piano. How yes. did you even get involved with any of this? Um, my parents inspired me to start playing piano. My dad has always like taught me about music, playing jazz around the house when I was young. Mm -hmm. And that kind of led me to piano lessons. And I started with classical music before any of this like modern music that I sing and play now. Okay. So the parents encouragement. Yeah. All right. There's a lot of videos of you. I guess you're in that studio where you usually mm -hmm. do all your recording, right? Yeah. Is that in your in your crib? Is that at your home? Yeah, this is my home studio. So okay, so you could just walk down to the next room and be in the studio. Yeah, it's it's very fun. So if you get an idea, you can just go write it, go play it out. Okay, tell do yeah. you write do you write musical notes or you just 
But you have to read it, right? If you're playing piano, you did classical music, so yeah. you have to read it. Yeah, I can. I can read music. Um, a lot of the times, I just if I'm composing my own music,、mm -hmm. kind of create some chords that inspire me, and most of the time that happens in this room. You have a lot of advantage. One, you can read musical notes. Two,、mm -hmm. you play the piano,、uh, but you don't write the music. You write the the lyrics, but not the the musical notes. Um. Well, the melody on the vocal—that's、mm -hmm. me. I arrange my own harmonies. I record my own vocals. So everything vocally is me.、Um, I don't produce the beats myself, though. Unless it's like a piano song that's just me and the piano, that's I can do myself. Okay, so you have like outside someone that assists you with the the producing of the beats, yeah, like the drums or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I work with a couple of different people for that. All right, why not just make beats too? Do it myself. Honestly,、um, I've always focused on piano and vocals. It, I might get into producing, you know, beats eventually. It's just not really my focus right now. Okay, I want to play a video from. Your Instagram page of you,、okay. and I didn't know this was in your home, right?、Mm -hmm. Where you say you come into the studio. Well, let me let me play the video, and then、okay. we'll come and then we'll come back and we'll we'll talk, because now it's it's different. All right, let me play this. We'll come back. We'll talk. I'm gonna bring you through my music routine for the day. First thing I do is head onto the studio and turn on all of the equipment. Once that's on, I sit behind the piano and start my vocal warmups. I do this for about an hour. I have to make sure that I'm not injuring or straining my voice, so this is very important. Then I love to practice my piano. Here's me practicing some classical piano, and I'm about to take my grade eight RCM exam. Now I'm just setting everything up for my TikTok live, and I included a clip. Dude, <laughs> how did you learn to do all like handily move your way around the studio? You're like a you're like a recording artist, engineer, right? All in all in one. Honestly, just being in here a lot has kind of helped me learn my way around. But definitely, when I first started, I was clueless. I, I listen. I, Just the buttons alone. Listen, I, I record here on a, on a MacBook Pro, and I got a mixer.、Uh -huh. uh, all the buttons. If I had to really record a podcast in a studio setting, I I think I would need an engineer. It's、know. difficult. Yeah,、um, I think I kind of have my key pieces of equipment that、mm -hmm. I really know my way around and that I love. And yeah, that's that's it for me. I just. <laughs> I know my way around my home studio. Okay, you started when you were thirteen, right, or twelve?、Mm -hmm. Was it thirteen? Um, piano and singing twelve. Yeah. Okay, you're doing this twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. At what point you approach your parents and say, "Hey, listen, Dad, Mom,、mm -hmm. I think I want to really, I I, I want to pursue music." What what funny, was that? What was that conversation like? Well, funny story.、Um, the home studio kind of happened because of my dad,、uh -huh. and that was not really a conversation that we had. He just kind of believed in me, believed in the the dream. Right. And 
I don't know, I'm so grateful for their support, both my parents. And, you know, the studio was just kind of, kind of happened. <laughs> oh, so he just, he, I mean, you're doing your music thing, your, your classical music lessons, or were you yeah, playing yeah. the piano, and he just said, well, you know what, let me just get you a studio, and you could just practice in there and re record. More or less. More um, or less. But I was singing, I, I think it was one specific day that I was singing for him, mm -hmm. and, you know, he kind of just said, this is what she needs to do. <laughs> So. I, I I would agree with him. I would agree because like when, when I you. first saw you, uh, like I said, you you musically your voice is very mature and it's strong. I want I want to play a clip. Here's a clip from your your TikTok. We'll come back and we'll talk. It's you, it's you, it's all for you. Everything I do, I tell you all the time. Heaven is a place on earth with you Tell me all the things you wanna do I heard that you like the beggars, honey Is that true? It's better than I ever even knew They say that the world was built for two Only worth the living if somebody was did you ever have a did you have a voice coach? Well, um, I started with classical singing. This is a kind of a funny story. So think like opera singing, sort uh -huh. of. Yes. Um, a little bit of that when I first started off. And I did that for a couple of years, you know, that really gave me the foundation vocally, which, you know, I think was very good for me. Um, and then in terms of right now not quite like i work with some people for arranging some stuff but you know a lot of the stuff that i do on tiktok lives or on you know all the covers that's my uh doing i guess okay you primarily you do r&b yeah was that you know the genre that you want to be in i mean you started out doing classical music right singing yeah. classical music and then playing the piano now mm -hmm. You're more on your R&B, Alicia Keys, yeah. you know, Stevie Wonder. Where, uh -huh. where where are we going with this? Talk to me. Talk to me. Where, okay, where, okay. where do we see, see you going? So I think the classical music, we'll just touch on that for one more second, okay. was just a good foundation just for the music knowledge side of it. Music theory, all of those things that you need to know. So like the fundamentals, I guess. Gotcha. Um, and I was never planning on pursuing that. That was never like the goal. Um, but obviously R&B has kind of been the dream since I was around 16, mm -hmm. 15, 16. That's when I kind of discovered R&B music as something that I want to do. Right. And I love R&B with a little bit of jazz influence, like, you know, Snow Allegra. She's a good example of something like that. Do you listen to any jazz yourself? Y you want the truth? <laughs> you're gonna say no <laughs> no i i i, really? I you say snow allegra i was like what who is that that okay she's like an r&b jazz artist so but what about like al green no i know al green because of yeah. the his the history right okay um, okay so but you start telling me about contemporary jazz or modern mm -hmm. I, I don't i wouldn't i wouldn't know but i know what i know yeah. it's good music 
Of course. So yeah. you're naming, you're dropping names of artists that I have no idea, right? Okay. You're telling me about classical music. I'm like, okay, you're giving me an education right now. <laughs> okay, well that's that's very good. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so yeah, you're doing so. You want to focus more on R and B jazz. Yeah. Right. Okay. More like jazz influence, not quite like jazz, but you know. But well, well, jazz influence. Yeah, just a okay. little hint, just a little hint of jazz. Uh, all right. Not not. I was. Why why is pop jumping out at me? Pop. I'm thinking. I was thinking, you know, pop, but I guess no. So you want to do arm. I would be fine. Like, you know, I, I'm thinking of combining a couple. You do the TikTok every weekday. Yeah. For a couple hours. Mm -hmm. I've never seen it. Right. Yeah. Uh, like you asked me in the pre-interview if I'm on TikTok and I told you, yeah, I'm on TikTok, but I'm not on TikTok because mm -hmm. I, I still haven't understand how TikTok works. Okay. I, I don't, I don't get it. It seems okay, but I still don't get it. You know, I look at a couple of videos. I'm, I used to post some of the clips of the of the in, of my interviews, but I stopped because it got so complicated. Really? How? Yeah. Just I just don't I just don't understand it. Now, but it work it works for you. Mm -hmm. How how long have you been doing it, and what has been the reaction on TikTok uh, from your listeners, your fans? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so I've been doing TikTok for about two years now. And when I first started, I wasn't really posting music content. So I started posting music content about a year ago. Mm -hmm. And that's around the time I started the lives, which honestly has been an amazing experience for me. The comments and the interaction that I get from the lives, it's so much fun. And I have some people that join regularly and it's so fun interacting with them on a daily basis and getting requests from people and being able to answer them right away. Right. Um, I think it's the closest thing to performing live, you know, as of right now for me. Well, you've, you, yeah, well, so you've never performed live? I have um, when I was younger, but nothing really recently and none of my original music. Not, Not yet. yet. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> Do you get messages from producers from around the world that wants to collab with you, send you beats? Yeah, I do. Um, and I, and I do work with some people on stuff like that. It's, it's always fun collaborating and getting new ideas. Okay. You said you wanted to do R and B with a little bit of jazz influence. Mm -hmm. Now, when you get the music, obviously the producer, you're not going to get the type of music that, you know, you want, they send you what they think is hot or what they like. So yeah. when you get these beats, how do you go about, you know, filtering them out? based upon what you want i think it really depends who you're working with some people that i work with it's more of a collaborative process and uh -huh. it's more you know they'll send over an idea i'll send over some melodies and then it's our ideas together you know mm -hmm. um, i prefer a process like that because then i'm a part of the journey of the song but yeah usually i would write my music or lyrics either before or after i hear the instrumentation for the song it really just depends on which song got you i want to play another song well another clip from your your mm -hmm. uh tiktok I, i'm assuming that this is part this is probably a clip from your live 
Let me play this. We'll come back. We'll talk. The sun don't shine when I'm alone. I lose my mind and I lose control. I see your eyes up in my soul. Don't be surprised. This other Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. Classic all that. Well, you, you do handle a classic piano pretty well. You know, playing classic. Mm -hmm. uh, you did a cover, which I really like. Um, Santa Baby. Oh, that was so long ago. Yeah. How, how long ago was that? Maybe, maybe two years now. Two years? Maybe, yeah, I think so. Okay. Do you like doing covers? I do. It's so much fun. Honestly, one, one comment that I get on my TikTok lives, people always say that I twist the song in my own way, which I think that's the best part about covers in general. Mm -hmm. Just taking a work of art and adding your own artistic touch to it. Do they make requests of covers that they want you to, songs they want you to cover? Yeah, that's mostly how I structure my lives. I'll ask for requests, I'll ask, okay, let's do jazz right now, or let's do R&B right now, and then people will request whatever they like to hear, and I'll sing it. Gotcha, gotcha. Let's play Santa Baby. We'll come back. Hey, okay. it's, the, it's, um, it's the holidays. Christmas is coming. Yeah, uh, let's, good let's, time. Let's, yeah, let's play Santa Baby. We'll come back and talk. Slip a sable under the tree for me I've been an awful good girl, Santa baby So hurry down the chimney tonight Santa baby, a 54 convertible to light blue And I'll wait up for you, dear Santa baby so hurry down the chimney tonight. You look young there. How old were you there? Yeah. Uh, I want to say maybe just turned 16. Wow. Yeah. Killer. I like that song. I like that cover. That was a good cover. Thank you. I was just singing that song today on my live. Someone requested it. Someone requested that song. Yeah, I was just singing it today. How, how, how have you twisted it up? I'm sure you're singing it different now, right? Yeah, of course. Um, I think, I don't know. I don't know how I've exactly made it different. Maybe more jazzy. Obviously, my voice has matured a lot since right. then. Since then. Yeah. You've, you've even released some music, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Control, the new single that you've released. How did you come up with that song? What, what was your process in writing that? So Control um, started with a melody idea and lyrics all in one, which is something that I normally do. I don't really write lyrics on a sheet of paper and then come up with a melody later. Mm -hmm. For me, that's, that's a process that happens at one time. So um, I had the verse. The first verse of Control was done for about a couple weeks before the rest of the song. I spent any time figuring out the rest. I just fell in love with that first verse melody. And I found some instrumentation that worked really well, 
even worked with the producer to edit it in some ways, and it just kind of came together. Okay, lyric-wise, mm-hmm. where are you drawing your lyrics from? Control was um, a little bit of a different vibe because I got inspired by Romeo and Juliet, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, no, I was, I was, I think that song. If you if you listen to the lyrics from start to finish, it kind of brings you on a journey, and um, that journey is of a toxic relationship. It's not really inspired from my personal life. It's just inspired by things I've seen, you know, in society and friends of mine and stuff. Um, but yeah, it takes so, you on a journey. So you have friends that's in toxic relationship. Yeah, I mean, I know people and I've seen it around. All right, let's play control. We'll come back. We'll talk. like it um music musically i'm hearing a little bit of the weekend you know really? like the That's first cool. like the first you remember the first i don't know how if you remember like the first week like when i first started listening to the weekend i'm talking like really? the mixtape the mix the mixtape days oh okay okay you know before he became the weekend the mixtape days was his music was really i don't want to say dark but it was more yeah. rich, you know. The music was a little bit more a, a heavy bass. The melody was, you know, kind of um, emotional, you know, like a, mm-hmm. a deep. Yeah. You, you can feel the deep emotion. So that's what I when I hear um, musically, I'm hearing I'm hearing like the old weekend. Well, uh, that's a compliment. I'm happy to be compared to the yeah, weekend. Yeah, go listen to yeah. his, oh, go listen to his old stuff. Yeah, of course I do. I love the weekend. Yeah, his um, old stuff is, you know, but you know, shit. Some of your stuff is of, like. What were you saying? Sorry. No, I'm, I was gonna say like. In Canada, like in Toronto, you guys got a particular sound. Really? Like you, you think you so? Know, yeah, I think so. Like, 
The Weeknd, you, you know, Tory Lanez, um, yeah. Party Next Door. Oh, I uh, love her. That's and that's what I'm I'm hearing, you know. So I'm, I don't know if it's because mm -hmm. of it's the Toronto thing. Maybe. I, I think I was inspired by alternative dark R&B. And obviously that's kind of what you're hearing. So, yeah. That was also Lana Del Rey, if mm -hmm. you listen to her. Yeah, I'm um, familiar with she is. Yeah, she's also an alternative artist. So, you know, those were kind of my inspirations with that one. Mm. The music is one thing, okay? Mm -hmm. But you've, you've got a side hustle. Mm-hmm. Tell me about this this jewelry line that you're doing. How did that come about? What's what's you know? Yeah. Because you have particular pieces um, mm -hmm. that you're you're working on. Yes. So tell me about the jewelry line. So um, that is something that honestly I've wanted to start for a while now. Um, it's been in the works for a while. I'm super excited to see it finally launched, and that started when I got my belly piercing, which was, I think, two years ago now. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know if you're familiar with body jewelry, healing, and all of that, but um, I was stuck with the same jewelry that I was pierced with for about a year, and I was very bored of it. And I was brainstorming a couple of months ago, thinking, like, how can I improve the healing process of, you know, belly jewelry? How can I make it better? So... That was kind of the lens I went into Jolico with. And we created a concept where you have a belly ring and you have a charm and mm -hmm. you can switch out your charms, which it's not on the market. You know, this is a new idea. Got you. And I'm super excited for people to try it and let me know what they think. Okay. Are you wearing a piece around your neck? Is that your jewelry? Oh, no. We're not doing necklaces. We're focusing on belly jewelry right now. Just belly jewelry? Yeah. Okay, Let, let's let's play a clip from your jewelry line. You kind of showcase a little bit of mm -hmm. it, uh, and I wanna I wanna highlight that. Mm -hmm. Okay, and we'll come back. We'll we'll, we'll talk about. Seem like you went through the whole process of of this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. Show my love for you. Can I show? So you've you put some thought into this. Who's designing? Mm -hmm. Who's doing the Are you part of the design process as well? Um designing the pieces, yes. Manufacturing obviously like we have um we're working with some amazing manufacturers. But in terms of the design, that was kind of me. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. What do you what do you what do your parents think of I mean the music is one thing now mm -hmm. you're 18 and you want to branch out to jewelry what what are their thoughts about your ambition oh they're very supportive and um at some point at some point your mom has got to tell you no hold on a second all right <laughs> <laughs> i mean no Honestly. i don't i don't think they're i mean they may be supportive but mm -hmm. they've they've got to say no at some point right i mean or they might say, or they may say you know what at least, come on, you, we got to put some thought into this because you had to put some thought into it. You no, know, the design I, and yeah, finding the the manufacturer. And that was those were all considerations that I had going into it. Um, 
I just felt the kind of idea behind it. Let's mm-hmm. talk about this for two more seconds. Right, good. I felt there was a little bit of a gap in the marketplace for belly jewelry. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing all these girls wearing these amazing outfits, like, you know, amazing purse, beautiful shoes. And the belly jewelry they're wearing is surgical steel or titanium, you know? And it's just not, it's not that luxurious jewelry the same way that people wear gold earrings people wear gold necklaces all the time but i feel like belly jewelry wasn't being prioritized mm-hmm. so you know that was the idea of starting a fine belly jewelry line where we solid gold and yeah so the belly jewelry is you're just looking at a gap in the marketplace right there's tons yeah. of earrings there's tons of rings uh mm-hmm. nose ring but as you said, body art. So you see in a void for that. Where, yeah. The history of belly button or belly piercing. Where mm-hmm. is that? Is that a Middle Eastern thing? Um, I've read that it was very prominent in some Asian cultures. Okay. And it was um, a symbol for women. I think body jewelry in general to this day is just such a beautiful form of self-expression. It's so... It's so powerful, you know. I I fell in love with my piercing when I got it. It was my favorite decision ever. Are you eighteen? Yeah. You when sure? I got it? No. Are you eighteen? Yeah. Oh no, I am. No, you just your conversation, dude. It just, you know. I mean, you you. It's it's one thing to talk about a, a, what you want to do, but it's also mm-hmm. being informed about the the items or the product that you wanna you wanna get involved in. Yeah, and that's I admire that about you. You Thank know, you're you. just not saying, "Oh yeah, I want to do this," but not have any information or any knowledge about it, right? Yeah. I, I, people who are twice your age, they would talk about, "I want to do." You've seen it on social media. I want to do this. I want to do that, and then. You ask some questions and they are not familiar. They don't know the, the market share. They don't know what mm-hmm. the market is calling for. They don't see the void. They don't see, they don't know anything about manufacturing. You're talking about uh, you're going to get yours is going to be gold. Yeah. And you're saying typically when female use it, they get this belly button. They use what titanium or steel. Yeah. It's just not, <laughs> it's not luxurious. <laughs> You're talking about quality, so yeah, you're, course, you're you're emphasizing you're emphasizing quality mm-hmm. in what you're trying. Okay, I get it. I get it. I yeah. like it. I like it. That's kind of the vision on the Jolie Co. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Thank uh, you. Have it? Have you launched yet, or when do you have you launched? We we just launched, so I'm I'm very excited. This has, as I said, been in the works for a while now. A lot okay. of thought and work has gone into this. So, aside from that. I want to double back on the music. Mm-hmm. Um, that's your first love. Yes, that is. Where, right. where, where, where are we going to see in the next six months a year? Six months a year. Hopefully, more music out for sure. Um, and you know, I'm going to keep growing everything, mm-hmm. all the right. accounts. I'm just going to keep going live and releasing music. Got you. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy to have the conversation with you. It was a pleasure. Thank you so uh, much. Yeah, you're more than welcome to come back anytime. Um, and I think you'll do really well. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to see uh, what the future holds for you, um, musically you. and with your your newly launched jewelry line, Alicia Jolie. Did I say that right? 
Yeah. Al- Alicia Jolie or Elise Jolie? Alisa. Alisa Jolie. Yeah. Alicia Alisa. Jolie. Yeah. Listen, from Toronto, Canada, it was a pleasure having you here. Um, you're more than welcome to come back anytime. Thank and, you for uh, having I'm going to have to check out your, your TikTok live one of these days. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, make a request for a song yes, or something. <laughs> yeah, I'll, go, I'll come on and request a song or something, mm-hmm. you know. But you enjoy your evening. It was a pleasure, man. Thank you very much for coming Thank on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. You enjoy.